welcome to Conzie's Diary. Hey folks, it's the Conzie here. Um, it's I think this is episode 31. It's July 29th here in Wisconsin. And uh, it's been a really long day, so I'm a little tired, a little less excited, but don't get that wrong for any of my uh, discussion here on my round three game at Quake City Rumble, because this game was one of my top two favoritest opponents from the entire weekend was played this round. So without further ado, this is Conzie's Diary. I'm your host, the Conzie with the most, and... I'm going to go ahead and continue the series of recapping my Quake City Rumble games, starting with round number three at the Quake. So in round three, I played against a gentleman by the name of Zach Lopez. Zach was sporting a nurgly nurgle Warriors of Chaos army. Surprise, surprise, mark of nurgle everywhere. So it was a, you know, he themed it well. It was a, everything you could possibly put Mark and Nurgle on, even like things like, um, you know, the, I don't know what what he had that was, but he had like some Chaos Knights, and he actually had Chaos Warriors in the list and stuff like that. So it was a definitely a, not a necessarily a standard, uh, what I would think of a standard build. So let's go ahead and recap his build. He started with a Chaos Lord, an actual Chaos Lord on a, Chaos Steed, um, with the Sword of Swift Slaying, uh, a Dragon Helm, Dawnstone, Crown of Command, and the Soul Feeder. So, beefy Chaos Lord, very fighty, but uh, definitely something you don't see. Usually these guys are Demon Princes or um, L4 Wizards, but nope, his Lord was a Chaos Lord, so that was cool. He then took a... Moving into heroes, he took an exalted hero on an, of Nurgle, who chose his battle standard, who was mounted on a demonic mount with a biting blade, enchanted shield, and talisman of endurance. Next character in, was his uh, other exalted hero that had a sword of any heroes, a dragon bang gem, and scaled skin. Again, this guy was also mounted on a demonic mount. Um, these two guys would park in the front rank of his Chaos Warriors, basically forcing you to either swing at a champion, the Battle Standard Bear, or the other one. So trying to take the easy the easy hits that you would get off the Warriors, kind of trying to mitigate the, the softness of the Warriors. In the list also, there was a single Chaos Sorcerer. The Chaos Sorcerer was a level 2, and was also on a Demonic Mount, and was marked an Urgle. This guy in our game kind of floated around by himself. He had five Marauder Horsemen of Nurgle. These guys had uh, Flails and a Musician Standard Bear. So, kind of, I don't know if Flails are standard there, but no no throwing axes. Uh, he also hadn't had the, I've mentioned the Chaos Warrior unit, but he had 16 Chaos Warriors with a Banner of Swiftness um, with full command. He had five Chaos Warhounds, and these guys actually weren't marked, which was kind of a surprise. I don't know if you can mark Chaos Warhounds. Next up in the list was another five-pack Chaos Warhounds. Uh, nice, cheap, nice, effective chaff. He had uh, two Chaos Chariots, both marked with Nurgle. Um, six Chaos Knights of Nurgle with a champion and musician standard bear so all the goodness and then a razor standard to give them some extra punch and they had the ensorcelled hand weapons uh, rather than lances uh, rounding out the list was a chaos warshine and a chimera 
So that's the full list. Chaos Warshine was, of course, marked with Mark of Nurgle. As if there'd be any surprises there. And the... I'm not sure if it was standard or not, but the, the uh, Chimera had a Fiend Tail. So, Fiend Tail, Regenerating Flash, flame, Breath Weapon, Flaming Attacks, yada yada. Lots of good stuff. Okay. So, in this game, uh, looking, I looked at my draw, I'm like, okay, well, he's got uh, none of the things that, like, over-scare me. And he deployed pretty much smack right in the center, except for his Camaro was on my far right flank. So I'm feeling really good about this game. I'm feeling really good about the way I deployed. Um, I think I've, I've got the matchups I want. His cast knights are with his cast lord are right across the table from my hammers, which is you know a matchup that I could get. And if he decides to give me that flank and use their mobility to get away from me, then my hammer should easily be able to turn this corner. Uh, I've got the gyrocopters in well position to kind of get in the way if I need them. And so, turn one, uh, if I remember right, I can't remember if I had turn one or not. I think I won turn, or no, I think he won turn one. And so, first thing he does is pretty much advances his army straight up the center, but he takes his cast knights, does a swift reform with him, and books him straight behind his battle line. So definitely he didn't want to fight that matchup. So I found that kind of interesting, but that kind of, so that kind of helped me turn that, that left flank of mine. Uh, Chimera kind of danced for posi some positioning, and uh, on my turn one, this is where, I don't know what happened, but the dice just... This was just not a good dice game for me. So, turn one, fire my cannon, uh, straight at his battle standard bearer, uh, roll a misfire, blow up the cannon, done. Ugh. So, that's not a good start. Um, organ gun fires and knocks out the Marauder Cav, which was nice. Um, not much else of events. The Kraut Quarlers don't really get any damage. Um, he continues to push the push everything forward, and then the next uh, major major point in this game is the uh, basically the the great weapon warriors, which I have smack in the center of my deployment, as you can see uh, if you look at the picture of this game, and the quarrler or the the warriors are fighting against his chaos warriors. I've managed to kill the one exalted uh, champion with the sort of, you know, the non-BSB one. And I'm not really killing the cast warriors, but I'm getting a few attacks. The hammers have basically been diverted by everything you can throw in their face, and they're finally in a position where if I get my next turn, I'm going to be able to reach rear charge them. All I have to do is have my BSB. He's finally chopped all the chaos warriors, or the, the hammer, the warriors down to nothing. All I've got left is a BSB. All the BSB's got to do is hold... On my on my turn, so that he can't move his cast warriors, and my hammers will have at least some kind of charge into those cast warriors. What happens instead is my my stubborn leader ten BSB roll an eleven, pick up the dice. Okay, well BSB reroll, roll an eleven again. BSB pops. He's able to move away from me on his turn. I can't make the charge. 
game over. So I ended up taking a loss in this game. It was not a brutal loss, but it was a loss. And since it was still win-loss draw on with no real major changes um, to it, I, I, I ended up losing this game. And if I remember right, let's see, the scenario here was rumble and shake. So um, kind of poking a, a little bit of of what the the uh, the earthquake issues with, that you can have in in California, and so the deployment was battle line. I started the army, or both armies had this extra bonus magical doodad that we basically both chose never to use. Um, I actually think I killed this guy that had it fairly early on when he went to go use it. I'm like, ah, uh, isn't that guy dead? He's like, oh yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, the fluff of this is this magical doodad purchased from a funny smelling individual on the way to the venue. You have been promised that it will blow your mind, man, but you figure it as good as time as any to see what it does. Prior deployment, nominate one character to carry the doodad, it. It's a bound spell casting value of 8, one use only. Nominate one model in line of sight and 18 inches. If successfully cast, destroy one magic item in that model. If irresistible force is rolled while we're using the rod, the user takes a strength 10 hit. Magical doodad counts as a magic item. Haha. So, yeah. Um, and then the scenario objectives was kill, the opposing modern, uh, kill an opposing model that generates channels, powered dice, dispel dice. You get two points for that. Um, which I did. I killed his wizard by the, my hammers. He was, used his wizard to chaff me up. And then uh, plus one for destroying the opponent's most expensive magic item, destroying demonic item or runic item. Um, I did not get that one. And then have more casting levels than your opponent at the end of the game. I did not get that one. So it was like plus two points in my favor after this, at least for objective points. So still, one of the things that was kind of my reoccurring theme throughout this event was making sure that I could find a way to pick up those objective points because those things were super critical. Um, as I've always found, especially in win-loss straw systems, uh, that's how you kind of differentiate yourself. And even if you've had a, a bad day or a bad tournament, um, where you've had a few losses, uh, it can, it's the difference between a top half of the tournament player and a bottom half of the tournament player um, when you're going in with an average, averagely painted army like I was this tournament. So uh, definitely was very aware of it, definitely tried to get those bonus objectives every chance I did, and I found a way to get at least two of them in this game, so that was also a bonus. So that kind of wraps up my round three. Again, I this is, uh, i got to say, uh, Zach was one of the most awesome people I've played against. Um, I don't, you know, I think he's, I got to talk with him on the next day and he was, you know, when he wasn't drunk or hadn't been drinking, I don't think he was drunk when he was playing our game, but he definitely had been drinking and and uh, with the, you know, the barrels having been opened, start around two and folks had been drinking pretty heavily. I know he had quite a few beers and he had, two, three beers while, while we played our games. So, um, there's definitely, you know, that all definitely opened things up and we were both having fun, but I had some of the worst dice, you know, both with blowing that cannon up early. That was just terribly bad because that, that was my tool for kind of maybe dealing with a chimera, um, because it did have regen, but I had flaming cannonballs and, uh, maybe then lining. It wasn't when he did, I, I do want to correct myself. I believe I had the first turn. And so when he turned his, you know, being able to turn his knights now, 
give me my, their flank at the position where my cannon was would have been an easy shot for me to take that one as well. And so there were, you know, just missed opportunities that that presented that then opened up things for him to do in the game. And then likewise, and one of the other things that was horrible, and I didn't mention this during the game, was I put my organ gun in a wood on my leftish flank, kind of in between the hammers and that great weapon warrior block. The wood ended up being a wildwood. Turn one on my turn did a wound to the organ gun. Turn two on his turn did a wound to the organ gun. And then like on his turn two, he cast a spell and killed the third wound on the organ gun. So it was... You know, just one of those games where I, no matter what you did, I, I just couldn't find a way, you know, to win it. And and honestly, if I would have, it, it really came down to that stubborn BSB. All he had to do was hold his ground. If he holds his ground, I get that charge. Um, and if I get lucky, he holds his round two rounds of combat, stubborn, stays alive. Uh, I don't know if he could have done that, but, you know, odder things have happened, certainly. Failing to stubborn ten leadership checks back to back, that happens. Uh, but yeah, that was the that was probably the game breaker because if I nail that rear charge, I get his BSB. I you know the hammers are just going to smash those Nurgle warriors, uh, and uh, I'm probably going to get his BSB and uh, on that turn and be able to position myself. Uh, in a good position maybe to score another charge here late in the game um, to pick up some points and the game really wasn't that uh, I don't think that far point spread at that point either um, I had I believe I I hadn't lost the slayers I'd lost my quarrelers I lost the cannon and I lost two gyros so and the organ gun so I still had a big bulk of my points uh, still available on in the game, and so you know everything of his would have been big points if I could have just sucked him up, uh, like that warrior block and that between the warrior block and the BSB that was still alive. If I could have made that charge and busted them, and again, like I said, I'm pretty feel pretty good about that charge. The BSB's 225, that warrior block's 349. That's enough to probably shift this game back to a draw at this point. So, yeah. You know, what are you going to do? You know, and that was exactly what he's like. Zach, you know, Zach the whole time was just like, I don't know what to say. He's just terrible. I'm like, what are you going to do, you know? Every once in a while, it's, this is going to happen. So uh, at the end of the game, I, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Here's I slap my book of grudges on the table, and Zach thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And He's like, can I can I write in your book of grudges? Can I write in your book of grudges? And I'm like, uh, I really haven't finished the game report from the last game, put it in the book. So I was going to do this later, but yeah, why don't you come over and over here and draw your sigil that will, I'll, I'll write it into my grudge. And I wrote the grudge right there for it. And he came over and drew his chaos warrior symbol in it. And I'm like, all right, that way I know the next time my dwarfs see your, your chaos warriors, they'll know which chaos Lord it is. Cause y'all look the same. <laughs> and yeah, it was just cool. Special game. Uh, really appreciated Zach. You're an awesome opponent. If you listen to this, yeah, I've, I think followed me on Twitter after the game, and yeah, we we had some chats afterwards. So just like everybody at QCR was great, but this was this game was really special, even even taking a loss. So, all right, let's go ahead and wraps up this episode of the Conzie's Diary. We'll go ahead and follow up with uh, round four in a couple of days. Till then, peace out.